of the Serious Podcast. My name is Cody Armour, and I'm joined by the Central Time Boys. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and LJ Lowry. What's up, y'all? <laughs> you guys just go super Dukes of Hazard for the whole thing. Them Central Time Boys. Them Central Time Boys. Dukes. Shelly was not able to join us tonight. And this is what uh, happens. So LJ is filling in, and uh, I'm sure antics will ensue because of it. <laughs> yeah. Tonight we're going to be talking about what Disney and Lucasfilm had to say about EA, the newest Harry Potter movie, and the future of the Lord of the Rings series. It's a hootenanny. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> what have I done? Uh, special shout out to Scott Phillips. Thank you so much for being one of our Patreons, patreon.com slash Grace. Appreciate you guys so much. Uh, we have a ton of Twitter discussions to get through, so let's get started on them. Starting with, and that's not a bad thing. I don't want anyone to be like, "Oh, better cut back." <laughs> no, this is this is awesome that we have so many. Yeah. Uh, but Nick Tendo direct says your life is being made into a superhero film. I guess that's not a question. He's stating that. What's your superpower and superhero name? Who would you want to play as you? And what's the story? And I think we're gonna cut out what's the story for this because. I wrote a D&D character backstory this week, and I realized that those can take forever. Uh, so, Joe, yep. what's, what's your superhero power and name? Uh, name is The Wind. <laughs> the Wind. Okay. His ability. <laughs> I've had this lined up for years. People have asked me this. For, I'd be able to point at somebody and make them fart. <laughs> I, when you okay. said, when you said the wind, I was like, "That's a fart joke." <laughs> that or that or the putter, but then I could be confused with a golf hero. <laughs> yeah, golf hero would be cool. The, the that sounds like the worst thing harmonics didn't ever make. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but what would your uh, who who would you want to play as you in a movie? Drew Carey. Oh yeah, Drew Carey. <laughs> All right. Drew Carey is the wind. <laughs> That'd be good. All right. I, I can see it. The problem is if you if, if I concentrate too hard when I point, <laughs> it gets real messy. <laughs> I'm such a child. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> the best part is when you set him up, I know there's a punchline coming. <laughs> what oh. happens if someone pulls your finger? <laughs> They're bringing that on themselves. <laughs> they fart. Pull my finger. Okay. Jokes on you. One putt, man. <laughs> that sounds like. Who's my arch nemesis? The diaper? <laughs> the diaper? Uh, <laughs> oh, man. All right, but you, LJ. Um, uh, man, uh, the closest thing I thought of before we started recording was, uh, I'd love the ability to teleport, um, because it would save me money on Uber. <laughs> yeah. It would. Yeah, this it would. <laughs> um, and who would play me? Um, I thought, I thought of something cool, uh, because, uh, there was a post on, I don't remember what group it was, but, uh, it was, uh, who would you want to narrate your life? And, uh, first person i thought of was sean astin and so i think that would be really cool too um just because okay. just because i like i like him as an actor and especially like with watching stranger things recently 
So I was yeah. like, yep, I think that'd be, be a pretty solid representation. So, I, I think that I am kind of a Samwise Gamgee, Mr. Frodo. There you go, yeah. I mean, that's the best I could associate myself with, so. <laughs> Somebody told me they reminded me of Bob from Stranger Things. So, Samwise. And I was like, really? Because he... Wait! <laughs> oh, you just cool. spoiled. You just you, that's spoiled. a major spoiler for the oh, show. Spoilers. Yeah, put it, yeah, put, yeah, put, a, put a time it. marker. Just make it make it sound like he cussed there. Just beep. <laughs> no, no, I'll redo it. No, Someone no. I want to. I want to hear the. I wow. Hear the, no, I, I'm going to redo it. That's real easy to add. You in know what? I can't. I can't be. To. I can't be mad though because it's like I should have finished that thing already. I had a couple. Days. Oh, you haven't finished it yet, yeah. LJ. You just oh spoiled it for yeah. LJ. Oh my goodness. You are a jerk. It's been out for like a month. Exactly. So I can't be, you know, like... I'm sorry, LJ. I, I, I apologize. I mean, I, I, What's the statute of limitations on Netflix shows? Because it's only been out a month. Yeah, well, I mean, like, I look at it as like... It's like a, a week. I have two... Like, the community group rules. I have two weeks to watch it, and I failed, so you're all good. I mean, I haven't watched any episodes <laughs> of The Walking Dead from this season yet. And if you spoil one of those for me, I'm probably going to unfriend you. <laughs> and that's been going on for six to eight weeks. See, I handle... I shut handle, down the podcast. I handle those things a lot better, out weekly. Though. Like, yeah, I don't. If I was anybody else, like Shelly would have reached through the screen to slap you. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm gonna start that over because I don't. Even if we beep it out, I don't want people to be like, "What did he actually say? What is it? What does that mean?" No, I, I do want. I, that's I do want that. No. Oh. You know the time would be. <laughs> oh man! Right. I'm gonna start it over. The other day, someone said that I reminded them of Bob, and I thought that was really weird since he's kind of a baby in the whole thing. <laughs> so I was like, I mean, the really? dude works that's, for that's Radio weird. Shack. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but okay. Uh, yeah. I I don't know my superpower. I feel like I'd just be Beast Boy because he's just my favorite hero. I think I you like would animals. be like Jubilee. You just create blue and purple, blue blue and red sparks, so that it made purple. <laughs> that would be your only power. Pur- purple you'd and make yellow everything sparks. purple. I just make everything purple. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I guess that's better than you saying that I should be the purple man. <laughs> yeah. Because that was awful. I didn't watch that series. Well, do you, do you know his? How yeah. terrible? Okay. I was like, his his whole story in comics. Yeah. Else. Man. Purple man ruining my uh, my trademarks here. Or maybe you're ruining his. <laughs> oh. I hope I'm ruining his. <laughs> he needs some rebranding. Uh, I did have, I, I figured I'd show this because it's never actually going to be made. Uh, and the preacher is already a superhero name taken, because uh, that was in my mind. But I wanted to have this idea of kind of a Punisher-esque superhero for a long time. Uh, not saying that I want to be this, but uh, the idea was that he was going to be Punisher-esque and really, really violent. And like he had a cross on this bandana that he wore, and so everyone started calling him the preacher or the priest or whatever. And uh, because of that and how much he hated it, he ended up like asking questions about you know what it actually meant and. There was a redemptive story throughout this idea that um, he was this incredibly, incredibly messed up man uh, that was, you know, being healed slowly. Huh. And I wanted to be really dark, uh, but I I don't have any skills in the comic book industry whatsoever. So someone steal it. Maybe <laughs> credit me or something. Cool concept. Uh, I don't know what kind of superhero, like what kind of actor I want as me, though. I I don't know any actors that look like me. Even if he a was a lot bit. skinnier, you you could pass for Seth Rogen. 
Yeah. 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 I can see that. If he was <laughs> I want to say Chris Pratt, but I know that's a complete lie. Uh, <laughs> Chris Pratt looks nothing like me, nor um, am I nearly as funny as Chris Pratt. But no, you're not. I def- <laughs> definitely aspire. <laughs> I definitely aspire to be more like Chris Pratt. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Beast Boy. I like the the super the changing animal stuff. I'd also it'd be cheaper on Uber. I could fly. <laughs> maybe I, I'd be really worried. I'd fly into like an airplane or something, or maybe someone like can't you just fly over this mountain? And I'm like, no, no, I can't because there are people hunting. And I'm a giant <laughs> green bird. I'm sure someone would be like, let's shoot it. That's why I chose teleportation <laughs> powers, because then I wouldn't actually have to do the act of getting over there. I just yeah, sn- that's true. snap my fingers and bam, there I am. Made it to work. But you fly Made it to work, possible. like, right on the dot. <laughs> I'm still waiting for uh, Beast Boy and Injustice, by the way. There's been a lot of great uh, characters, but Beast Boy, come on, guys. I mean, hey, if they put it. Starfire in there, they could definitely put Beast Boy. Yeah. Uh, that kind of brings us to Assad's question, too. So we'll go on to our next one. In light of all these uh, bomb guest characters popping up in video games lately, like the Ninja Turtles, I'm assuming. Hmm. That's what we talked yeah. about last week. I think. Yeah. Uh, what would be your top pick for a guest character in any game? Start with LJ. Oh, gosh. Um, I think just because I've been playing a lot of it lately, I think it'd be funny if the Master Chief somehow showed up in Destiny. Like, maybe, like... Okay. Maybe make it like an Xbox exclusive like event, and maybe like do a quest with, like for Master Chief or with Master Chief. That'd be kind of cool. That'd be cool. I it'd be really interesting since everyone's kind of just every character in Destiny is kind of a knockoff of exactly. It's basically like Halo, like but like a lot better. It's like if there were movies in Halo's world. It's like they would be. Destiny. It's a Halo MMO without having the Halo IP tied to it, basically. Mm-hmm. But did you I, know the? Did you know that Destiny was was mentioned in one of the Halo games? Really? Yeah. It was on posters and stuff. Yeah. It was uh, ODST. Yep. That's cool. That's kind of. It had a picture of I think Earth and the tower, and then it said something. Yeah. That that was an easy one. I'm sure there's other ideas I could come up with, but that was off the top of my head. Cool. How about you, Jeff? One of my favorite video game characters of all time is Balthier. He's a. from Final Fantasy XII. Twelve, yeah, okay. And I feel like that's kind of a cop out grabbing another Final Fantasy character because we're getting Noctis in Tekken. Yeah, that's yeah. But, what we discussed but Balthier, Balthier uses a firearm. He could he could he could work in a martial era. He could work in a uh, shooter game. Oh yeah, definitely. That'd be interesting. Then again, they made a first person shooter, or they made a third person shooter out of Vince Vincent. Yeah, that back was in a, the, day. Dur- Cross- the Dirge of Cerberus or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I never got to play that. I didn't either. Okay. So earlier today, I was thinking, earlier, while we were talking before the podcast, I thought of Kratos in a Mario game. And my thought process was just, like, find the most brutal character I could find. <laughs> and then put him into a kid's game. And, like, put him in chibi form, too. Uh, but I'm thinking, since it's Nintendo, I want to be realistic. It'd be really cool to get, like, Samus or Ron would be kind of the same thing. Can you imagine having Samus or Ron chibi-eyed? Uh, and then put into a Mario game would be a lot of fun. Yeah. I love the idea of Super Mario Crossover. Uh, which is an old... Have you guys... You guys played Mario Crossover? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a Flash game, right? Yeah, it's a Flash game. It's the original Super Mario Bros. levels. Yeah. But you can play as Mega Man and uh, huh. Link. I think I went to stuff. play that whenever uh, we were watching Lucius play Cat Mario and you mentioned it. And I think I went to play it at that time. Yeah, it's a ton of For fun. For like five seconds. Uh, it was cool. 
I think Nathan yeah. Drake would be a good one too. Oh yeah, Nathan Drake. His character is just so fun. <laughs> yeah. I've also wanted sticking with that Mario theme. I still want a good sorry Sonic Mario crossover. Yeah, they need to do like a really good one. That'd be cool yeah. to instead like a legit game instead of like this Olympic thing. Right. I mean the story the stories have like gotten pretty good with Mario. Not amazing. They're still very basic, but the the deep stories with Sonic. You get those writers. Uh, and then kind of those Mario level designers to make something with Sonic in it. I think it could be a lot of fun. After what I've seen with Sonic Forces, we'll talk more about that later, but I think that could totally work. Yeah. I think it'd be wonderful. It's a long time in the process. I was so mad. I still haven't played a Sonic and Mario at the Olympics because I was so angry the first time I saw it. <laughs> I saw Sonic Mario, I was so excited. I'm like, at the Olympics! <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? You took my dreams and just turned it into... Like a third party game. <laughs> I think you'll be okay a fourth if you don't. Party game. It was like ugh, so angry. <laughs> uh, so that Nintendo, I want that. <laughs> and then our last question: Christ in Consoles asks, "When you get to heaven, which figure of the Bible are you most excited to meet, other than Jesus, and why? What would you guys talk about?" Go ahead, Joe. I know you got an answer for this. Well, I had an answer, but I think I'm going to flip it last last minute. What okay. was Jonah thinking? You can't run from God. <laughs> that's a yeah. good hey, one. man, what's it like being in the belly a, of a big fish? That's a good one. <laughs> like, did you did you eat anything down there? <laughs> <laughs> Gross. How about you, What LJ? was the smell like? <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I want to know that. Ooh, yeah. Um, I think mine would be Job. Um, just because, like, I don't know, just, like, knowing, like, just, you know, talking about loss, I think, because that's what, you know, that was a huge, uh, like, I guess, moment in my life and my walk in faith is, you know, just that feeling of loss, that pain of loss. And uh, I think Job could be, be like, the one person to probably be able to describe it, to describe it even more than, than I could. Like, I think it just, it would be an interesting conversation to have with him, I think. So that's, yeah. that's my answer. Mine, I feel like it's an answer for a lot of people, uh, but it'd be Paul. I just, I love Paul so much. Just the way that he interacted with people. The dude had so much faith, uh, which is just, it was crazy. For us, it almost, I mean, it is radical. I'd say, most people would say that his faith is radical. Uh, But I also have been in love with the way he interacted with culture. And I've taken a lot of like what we do and kind of, mirrored that with what he did with culture going and you know talking about these statues uh, that the greeks were you know bowing down to and saying you know this is how we can relate this to god or sports which were a huge thing yeah run the race yep yeah yeah boxing uh metaphors and all sorts of stuff yeah so i i just i love the way that he interacted with culture and i would love to talk to him about culture specifically just because i find it fun to talk about how faith can be found in pop culture, mm-hmm. obviously. I mean, that's what we do. Uh, but it's way better when other people... Cause people are smarter than me. <laughs> like, they can just do it so much better than I can sometimes. Uh, and so I love hearing people, like, bring that kind of stuff to light. And I go, oh, yeah, I never thought of it that way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that would be... I could probably talk an eternity with them about that. <laughs> what about this? What about that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Joe... I, oh, I'm looking at your geeking out list. I'm cheating. Uh, breaking the fourth wall. 
uh, we can both talk a little bit about your first thing that you're getting out about the Punisher okay. there. Yeah, What'd I've only think? seen I've only seen a couple episodes so okay, far. I I like it quite a lot. You're yeah. four in. Okay, so you're you're a lot farther than me. My brother actually finished the series already and recorded a review of the series. That's awesome. Yeah. So uh, a little self pitch right here. If you go to YouTube and and search for Righteous Fury Media. You should be able to find my brother's review of The Punisher Season 1. And he did it spoiler-free. Cool. Be gentle, but give us some good feedback. Because it's his first time ever on camera. Mm-hmm. And so he's trying to get it figured out. And I did the editing, and I was rushed. And I'm still pretty new at editing as well. So I can tell you it's a million times better than my first time on camera. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll get it figured out as we... Proceed, but it, it was fun, and he enjoyed it, and I think he did a good job with it. Yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed it, it was well. solid. But yeah, I really like how you know Frank is this dude who clearly, I mean, we know the Punisher; he's a yeah. tormented guy, right? Mm-hmm. And I love just like dude takes out all of his anger at the very beginning by just like they get mad at him for working overtime because he's <laughs> right. spending so much time on the construction site with a sledgehammer in his hands, and he's just working out frustration. Wow. Yeah, he's not getting paid for it, they mentioned. Yeah. You don't pay you for work they don't tell you to do. Right. It's true. <laughs> it's like I, you're making us look bad. <laughs> that that torment, tormenting, I think, is my favorite part of this, which sounds weird, uh, so I need to explain myself. But they did such a great job of not glorifying the violence. And it's so opposite of what I think of when I think of Punisher. I've seen Punisher in cartoons, uh, mm-hmm. you know, on Netflix and stuff they've had with the Avengers and things. And he's so brutal. Yeah. And he's kind of, like, I don't want to say cool, but he is, like, it's cool, which is probably a sad thing in our culture. Right. But uh, just how much uh, the violence was appreciated uh, in the cartoons. It made him like Batman, but almost like he took that step. Yeah, I kind of like what uh, what Daniel was saying in his review, how, you know, they give you that violence that Punisher's known for, but they give you a good character to go with it, you know? Right. Yeah. So far, what everything that I've seen with violence, I've been sad after the facts. Mm. It, it's yeah. created emotion in me that wasn't like, "Oh, that's so cool." It was, "Man, this guy's hurt." Wow. So, yeah, that that very first thing where he snaps. Yeah, like that's that's a rough scene. Uh, the the situation leading up to it is a bad situation. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's it's, so much. I, I, that's been most of my response to our four episodes, and like I said, every time he's hurt, I just or every time he like kills someone, right. I go, "This dude needs help." <laughs> yeah, it, it's definitely not a yay, uh, go Frank Castle. Yeah, they're not going. Oh, look at this! He's so fun, right? <laughs> yeah, they're not. He's like, Kratos, he's cool. <laughs> 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 just slashing all those that's mushroom me. people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's not a Goombas. far off comparison, though. Turn Goombas into potatoes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean yeah, Kratos a, was very much got that similar situation. Where yeah, wife and wife and kids were slaughtered. Yeah, yeah. And then they glorify it in those. Yes, games. they do. Yeah, exactly. Um, David Jaffe's I mean, a little twisted himself. So, right. Not to say that Punisher is by any means not like glorified in the past. I think specifically with this show, they've done a really good job of showing that. Uh, I think, given him the PTSD that they have. Um, is the best thing they could have done for the character. Yeah, it humanizing it, him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. it makes it so much more realistic, uh, well, for one. And and I think humanizing a, a character like that 
is powerful. Yeah. I think that's a big part of why I like Wolfenstein 2 so much as well. Because okay. that character, I mean, you know, that guy's been around for years and years as the the Wolfenstein guy, BJ right. Blaskowitz. But he's very humanized and, and kind of brought down to, oh, this dude is a dude that has fears and lots of baggage <laughs> along with it. So It should yeah. be mentioned that this is the most violent Marvel uh, piece of content they've made so far. Right. Yep. It's not kid-friendly. No. Don't let your kids go watch this. Uh, it is very hard R. And the violence is very much there. It's just not glorified to make you feel good about it. Yeah, uh, this isn't but it's This dead. isn't like, you know, Captain America punching a Nazi in the face fun. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, it's gruesome. It is definitely dark R. There hasn't been... Uh, the very first episode, there's a little tiny sliver of sexual content, but so far it's been very low. Uh, it's right; it's in the montage of him going out and oh. getting everybody. Uh, but they don't show anything. They allude to it so far that I've seen, which has been great as well. Especially for these Defenders-style shows. These Netflix Marvel shows have been very... Um, there's been a lot of sex in them. Mm-hmm. Geeking out this week. On top of that, I'm also up. So LJ can talk with me a little oh, bit yeah. about this one. <laughs> uh, I, I've played a few hours of Battlefront 2. Uh, I've beaten the first couple of story missions. And so I know that there's a turning point where something particular happens. I haven't made it there yet. Yeah. But you I've gave played... so much hate to Battlefront, and then you both go and buy it. So well, let me tell you, I bought it here, the, yeah. the day that <laughs> EA announced that they were locking microtransactions. Mm-hmm. And so nobody at that point was able to buy the Star right. Cards with real money. Which is which I appreciate for sure, like that they got yeah. rid of that. Yeah. My thing was that... Uh, you know, last week I was defending it, like, oh, come on, like, you know, we can, you know, like, it's okay to spend some time to unlock this stuff. But... Joe was giving me crap about it just being funny earlier, um, <laughs> but in the <laughs> game, in the gaming chat. But uh, so my experience after playing it, for, I've put maybe a good five six hours into it, maybe even more at this point. My thing is that the only way, like, okay, when you play uh, Call of Duty, you're you're actually progressing every time you play. You're getting experience. You're unlocking stuff. But with uh, Star Wars, the only way to level up your soldiers and vehicles and stuff is you have to acquire a star card for them. And so, which is kind of terrible, especially with loot boxes, and if they were actually going to charge people for this stuff, it would have been terrible because you want to progress, but with every loot box, you never know if you will or not. Which, when I actually experienced that, I experienced a couple hours and did not progress. And so I'm like, man, this is terrible. But the place I did find a little bit of redemption was that you can craft, like if you you can get... uh, crafting parts from the loot boxes yep and so uh what you can do is um i liked how you can craft the cards you want and so that was my biggest thing about it yeah you're not going to get the big fancy high tier stuff but right you can yeah, uh, so you can craft the the cards you want and later on i guess you they can get stronger or something yeah but that to me that was the redemptive quality i was like okay i don't mind Grind. I don't mind putting in the grind for these crafting parts because I can at least choose what I want. Yeah, I've played probably eight to ten hours of it, mm-hmm. and I've earned enough to buy, like including the challenges that I've completed and stuff. Yeah, which I'm not a very good player. I mean, I'm I'm usually middle to yeah. lower part of the pack. But yeah, neither am I. 
I've I've made enough to earn like five chests. Yeah. And I've not really gotten anything super cool out of them, but I have gotten enough to be able to buy and create cards that I want yeah. to slowly increase my character's levels and stuff. Buying in-game, right? Not real life. Buying. Correct. Yeah, yeah there's, there's no yes. in-game currency. There's no real-world currency right yeah. now. Yeah, and then what I like, the better versions, uh, the better star cards I like are the ones uh, that are the ability cards, and they usually either enhance one of your abilities or they replace them. So one of the abilities I got for the Assault class was... Uh, it was a grenade launcher that launches that gas stuff. Yeah. And so to me, that worked better for my playstyle because I get shot automatically, but I can launch that gas into a room full of people and do damage to them ahead of time before I start shooting. So to me, that like that actually helped me improve as a player. I'm like, okay, I have a leg up now. I can actually go toe-to-toe a little bit if I want to. But it's like, you know, if without those extra star cards, you're going to get like wrecked in, in the beginning, for sure. And I do like that they have... I tried some of the other modes. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's an eight on eight uh, mode where you you're attacking and defending a location. Yeah, that strike mode. Yeah, that's pretty fun. Strike. Yeah, and then there's a ten v ten team deathmatch. Oh yeah, blast. Mode. Yeah, that's blast. really fun yeah. too. And so me and me and my brother and another buddy or two were were playing a little bit of all of it, trying our hand at it, and right. I, I'm having a good time with it. I like the it, progression is slow. Yeah. Progression is slow, and it can be frustrating in the galactic yeah. assault stuff, but... But they've updated it so that it's not as slow as it was going to be originally, right? Uh, I believe... Yeah, it's still slow, but not not probably what it could have been originally. Like, for reference, I mean, it took me a couple hours before I saved up 15,000 credits to unlock Darth Vader. Yeah. Which, that, which unlocking those heroes is not really the issue for me, because it's like... You have to be good at the game to be able to use these heroes anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I've so, only I've only done well enough to earn one of those heroes one time. A single game one time. I got Han Solo. Accidentally used an ability that sprinted me forward. <laughs> oh. I, got, I got wedged in a wall and Darth Vader mowed me down in about a half second. <laughs> so yeah. that was fun. <laughs> so yeah i have you know it's like i defended it and i have I, d- I will agree that it is it could be very very pay to win if they ever brought those microtransactions back which is disappointing uh going ahead and jumping ahead into the news because it ties into this as well though um ea and disney uh I, lucasfilm i'm sorry lucasfilm and disney kind of came out and yeah. Lucasfilm basically said, uh, yeah, we totally support their decision to back out the microtransactions. <laughs> um, and it was said that Disney was, that they had put like put their foot down on this. Okay, so what I read was that that's a rumor. And, yeah, okay. Well, I say it's a rumor. The, the rumor is that one of the higher-ups in Disney basically said, hey, maybe you guys ought to... You know, find a way to make people stop hating this property we paid all this money for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe there's a little it's back a room dealing. Yeah. yeah. Likely, yeah. I mean, I, it would, I wouldn't put it past Disney to be like, hey, this is our money yeah. you're messing with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I also, I'm, I'm going back to older games that I've not completed yet. I say older games. I'm playing through older. Horizon Zero Dawn in earnest now. That's my primary. That's my primary game right now. Okay, cool. So I put four or five hours into it. I've cleared out. I've got most of the little collectibles in the first area of the map. Did you beat Odyssey? 
Mario Odyssey? I have not yet. <laughs> okay. I, I, not, that's, I have not that's, yet either. That's on the list as well. Yeah. Okay. I finished uh, Lost Legacy Uncharted last week. Nice. Okay. And then went, oh, now I can go back to Horizon. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Beautiful game. I think I'm... I got to New Donk City on Odyssey, so that's how far I am on that. Okay. Cool. Um, and then... Horizon's gorgeous. What's that? I just said Horizon's gorgeous. Oh, yeah. it yeah. is beautiful, yeah. And on my new TV, even though I don't have... It's not in 4K, the PS4 still can do HDR. Yeah. And man, that is a gorgeous looking game still. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, that's it cool. looks so good. Uh, and then I went back to Diablo 3. I beat that <laughs> game multiple times on three different platforms. And I bought the Necromancer DLC on computer and I created a character. And I've played probably 20 hours of that over the last week. Yeah, we were all on Battle.net the other day. I'm like, Joe's playing Diablo? Wow. Like, that's old. I was like, that's, a, that's an old <laughs> one right there. <laughs> yeah, and I'm still having a blast with it. That's cool. So, yeah, uh, the only other news article that I had for the week: Valkyria Chronicles Four got announced for all current gen consoles: PlayStation Four, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. That's awesome. I'm excited. Yeah, that means it's either a PC game or a Switch game. <laughs> so it's always they have brought they brought the original Valkyria Chronicles. To PC eventually. They did do a two, definitive edition for PS4, I think, too. Yeah. Two and three never came out for us on those platforms because those were PSP games. Yeah. Okay. So if it's not on PC, then it's just a Switch game. <laughs> <laughs> no one's buying it on a PS4 or an Xbox. So they can get it on Switch. You're probably wrong about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have an Xbox have One X now. <laughs> oh, that's true. I can I can play that game in 4K and the Val Team Valkyria it's it's Sonic or Sega that does it. Yes. They did Valkyria Revolution. I promise you the this won't be worse than Valkyria yes, Revolution. Yes, no, these uh I played the first one originally and it's a solid tactical like strategy RPG. So I I'm looking forward to this personally. Yeah, and I I've, I've been keeping my eyes on this because Valkyria Chronicles a sequel is what I wanted with with Revolution I right. didn't get. Um, so, I mean, these games look beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's going to look great on the Switch. It'll look great in 4K. It'll sure. look great on everything. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm I'm keeping my eyes on this. Yeah, that's cool. When you said it was a JRPG, uh, when you were talking about Valkyria Revolution, I was like, what? <laughs> I yeah. was like, that's weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, pull list for this week is pretty small. We've kindly we've we've kind of finally hit the point in the year where all the big stuff's out, mm-hmm. and so the big the big titles for the week are Final Fantasy XV's uh, PlayStation VR game Monster of the Deep. It's their fishing game. Yeah, I was so excited when I saw <laughs> Final Fantasy XV. I was like, "What's going on?" They're like, "Oh yeah, it's a fishing game." Well, but they did just release that multiplayer DLC last week, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, so which I have yet to check out, and I need to. I haven't awesome. either. Yeah, I need character to well. creation. Yes, I'd almost. And I've heard that it's really good. For that. That's so cool. I have the season pass, and I haven't played any of the DLC. Oh, I'm so bad. <laughs> I have. I don't think I have the season pass, but I bought them individually. Almost, I think I got. Uh, per- what did I get? Prompto. I got Prompto, and uh, did you get Gladios? Gladio. Gladiolus. Okay. Yeah, I got those two, and then I I played Gladiolus for a little bit. It was super linear, uh, and so I got I don't I get really bored of linear stuff. Yeah, 
I can see that. <laughs> you look like a guy that would get really bored. <laughs> I can see that. Makes I sense. Don't, I don't know why I said that. <laughs> no, you, yeah. No, it just came out. <laughs> it just came out that way. Like, uh, I get bored with linear stuff. I play the same online shooter every week. <laughs> it's like, you're, you're it's like, not linear. I, I gotta walk around. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's fair. Okay. It's not a straight line. It's, okay. It's, yeah, that's not what I'd be bored with. If I had like a road I had to go down and it was just shoot down the road. I hate <laughs> Corridor shooter. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also coming out this week, Tiny Metal, which is one I'm particularly excited about. It is a an Advance Wars like game. I saw it at okay. PAX, but I didn't really go check it out, but it looked cool. We haven't had a game like this. Since the original DS, yeah, and they they keep making Fire Emblem games, which Shelly loves. But this was my jam. Like I loved the Advance Wars games back. Wherever in the day. she's at right now, she just like popped her head up. It's like what? Who said just like a Who, gopher or a prairie Emblem? dog? There's been a disturbance in the force. Yeah, there you go. Uh, also coming out this week for 3DS. If you like the uh, the Phoenix Wright games, yeah. uh, Apollo Justice Ace Attorney comes out this week. And then anybody with a smartphone can play a Nintendo game with Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. Supposed to come out this week. I might check it out. It looks cool. It sounds like cool. It I'm going to at least try it. Yeah, I'm going to at least try it. Mm-hmm. I got Mario Jump finally. Mario. And I played the tutorial. I mean, I turn it off. I mean, I tried Mitomo, so I'm definitely trying this out. Mario Run was okay. really good. I still play it from time to time. I got bored immediately. I played quite a bit of Mario Run. Mm-hmm. I I get why people like it. Makes sense. Yeah, I it's saw that concentration. That's because you're you're just running in a single you know, direction. Cause you, cause you, and you get like, bored. Yeah, you don't like linear games. It's too linear for me. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Cody hates movies and TV, too. <laughs> no branching paths. There's not enough going on in a movie. It's too late. Don't you really hate books? Man, that start to finish thing really gets me. <laughs> Foot races. I can't do 5Ks with Cody because he runs off course. <laughs> I end up going to the left. <laughs> what is that? Way to McDonald's. <laughs> hey, look, a side quest. Yes. <laughs> I want a 5K with side quests. There's got to be somebody out there that does an RPG-themed 5K, right? Oh, wow. I would assume so. Turn into a 10K if you do all the side quests. Yeah. Bonus points for that sounds cool, actually. Quests. That sounds like a really neat 5K. First, by being last, by just doing side quests forever. Final right. run to see. <laughs> I like this idea. Unless you're out for like three days and they're like, where were you? You're like, it's out finishing quests. (laughs) (laughs) The race is over like three days ago. I could only complete the quest at night. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't find it. (laughs) It's too dark. (laughs) Anyway, okay. Oh, man. Uh, That's pretty much it for gaming this week. Cool. Uh, They call it LARPing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, LJ, what are you geeking out about this week, man? Uh, let's see. Um, first of all, I'm geeking out about um, Sonic Forces. Um, yeah. I actually uh, wrote the review for that. It should be up this week, hopefully. I really liked it. Oh. I still have not tried my hand at it. Mm. It was. Uh, it sounds cool, but I'm 
I don't like the side scroller thing. I I got Sonic. Uh, Sonic. I hate the so, idea. So of 3D you're a modern Sonic, Sonic fan. I like modern I, to a degree. I like specifically Sonic Adventures Two Battle is one of my favorite. It's one of my top five favorite games. You know that was uh, a, you know that was linear, right? It was. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, I love that game, and then I think I wouldn't have hated Sonic 06 if it wasn't for the weird human relationship and all the bugginess. Um, but I think that like the fact that that game did so terrible, they're like, oh, we can't do that anymore, and there's nothing like that anymore. They didn't attempt to have. But you're saying this has a really deep story. Well, so I was gonna say there yeah. hasn't been a deep story since that. Well, I mean, the story is it's not that deep. I mean, it's as deep as you can get for a Sonic game. But what I like about it is that you know it's a it's kind of a darker setting. It's like um, that after the defeat of Sonic, like Sonic loses to this new villain and Eggman, and so okay. all your favorite heroes. I refuse to acknowledge what you just said. What <laughs> there is there is no villain named Eggman. You're right. You're right. Doctor Robotnik. That's, no, <laughs> Thank you. you. No, you're like, right. Come on, you're LJ. Right. We're from the same. Yeah. We are from the same era. No, exactly. That's been fixed. His name is Doctor Robotnik, and Sonic is. calls him Eggman to make fun of him. Yeah. Um, oh, really? I think so. Yeah. yeah. But it's like still like one of those things. It's like I've been playing so much of it. It's like I refer. I guess for the sake of review, I had to refer to him as Eggman. But uh, but yeah. So basically, uh, Sonic is defeated. And so you uh, are this this uh, avatar played created character, not the avatar, <laughs> but uh, so you're a recruit um, who's joining this. That would be a great crossover. Last <laughs> jumping in. Last hedgehog. No, just kidding. Um, Aang is the wind. <laughs> the wind. <laughs> <laughs> I could totally see Aang playing that sort of yeah. prank on people. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, so. The, the idea is that Sonic loses, and so you're this hero character that you create, and he joins the resistance of these heroes. And so the whole idea is to take back the like the world that uh, that uh, Robotnik slash Eggman has destroyed and taken over with this new hero named Infinite. And uh, what, what I really like about it is um, I've been playing it on my new shiny PC, and so the game looks like pretty stunning. Like There are a lot of awesome-looking set pieces. And like it, it looks yeah. like a legit like next gen Sonic game. Like I can't speak to how it runs on the Switch, um, because that was one thing I was like, do I play this on the Switch? And Maurice is like, play it on your new PC, duh. Like, and so I was like, all right. And then uh, yeah. just being our, our gamer editor. Yeah, and so the gameplay is really cool because uh, you still have that momentum of the modern Sonic games, mm-hmm. but uh, through the gameplay, it'll switch. Like sometimes you'll bounce off a spring or it'll transition into, like, the classic-style 2D-style gameplay. And oh, yeah. and that game, you know, those games have a have a high-speed and intensity flavor of their own. So it blends well and actually flows really well. And okay. so, uh, which, I it was an I, enjoyable experience. I want to try it really bad. I think it looks, like you said, it looks gorgeous. Yeah, and for the record, it uh, I will say this. My only major complaint was that it's very easy. Like, okay. you can blow, like, I think six hours is literally, like, 6.1 hours, uh, Steam said, after I was done with it. Uh, I haven't played a Sonic game in a while. Are they still grading levels? Grading how well you did? Yes. I, I, yeah. I'm almost tempted to actually go and get an S rank on every single stage in this game, just because it's, I enjoyed it that much. Okay. Um, but basically, uh, yeah, it's it, it flows well. Um, oh, what I was saying about the difficulty is that it's very easy, and you'll maybe get a few challenging levels towards the end, 
which uh, those were really well designed and had like a challenge I was looking for. So it wasn't one of those things where like, oh, it just ended all of a sudden because I sped right through it, pun intended. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, the final levels gave me that difficulty I wanted. And so which to me, like it, it was a solid ending as well. So cool. I gave it an 8.5 on my review. So hopefully that'll be up uh, soon. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so another thing I was geeking out about this weekend is lots of Destiny 2. Uh, if you go and talk to our Twitch team, we even we play that game literally every day of the weekend. Um, I think even uh, Anna streamed it because uh, she switched with Shelly. Uh, Jacob streamed it on Saturday, and I think even Jamie streamed some of it on Sunday, like just because. And what it was, it was the um, the Clarion, I think it was called for the clans, and it was a double XP weekend. And so we grinded through that game. Everybody else was starting uh, new characters. And I was still working through my Titan because uh, I, I bought it on PC. They're all playing on PC. And so we played literally, uh, we we played three hours past the stream. We played for five hours Friday night doing competitive um, PvP Crucible matches. So, nice. yeah, it was super fun. I ended up beating the campaign and got my character past level 20 and all that good stuff. But that was probably the most Destiny I think I've played like in three days. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, I think we even got some highlights up on Twitch and Twitter. It was good laughs. Uh, you know, cool. that's always associated. Anytime you get us in a room with Jacob, there's always going to be some laughter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that was really cool too. And uh, final uh, piece of what I was geeking out is uh, I've been watching Nickelodeon's uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, mm-hmm. and so uh, this came about after the Justice League news that Ninja Turtles were coming. And so, injustice. Huh? Yeah, in yeah, to injustice. Yeah. <laughs> Not to the Justice League. Yeah. There's no spoilers for the movie. Yes, yes. Wait, in, what? Injustice two. <laughs> well, because I think none of us watched Justice League yet, have we? No. No, we're not. gonna go this weekend. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna try to go. Too. We'll be talking about it next week. Yes. Um. So you're out for that. <laughs> so as a result of that, I was like, you know what? I want to watch some Ninja Turtles, and so I saw an article on Screener, I think, and it said something about. Uh, it was an article about, like, different, like, times that Ninja Turtles, like, switched things up or got, like, really dark or whatever. And uh, there was something in there that said the Nickelodeon TV series that came out in 2012 was really good. And I was like, huh, really? Like, it just looked like a kid's TV show to me. And so I found out, I found out it was on Hulu, and I've watched almost the entire first season, and it's really good. Like, it's, it's solid, and it's entertaining, it's... You know, obviously Michelangelo's, you know, the jokester and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, speaking of Sean Astin again, uh, he actually plays Raphael in uh, in that okay. sh- in that show, which I thought was cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's... I've noticed. So I've asked a few kids. There's a lot of kids wearing Ninja Turtle shirts anymore. Yeah. And I always ask them what their favorite Ninja Turtle is, and I think it's really interesting how many of them say Raphael. <laughs> That's kind of bad. <laughs> yeah, like, to me it was always Mikey. Yeah, that sounds pretty of... indicative of society, though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's yeah, what I, mean. I think it's really interesting they want to be the angry one. <laughs> yeah, it's like... <laughs> he's cool, but he's rude. Well, why do you think cool Deadpool... supersedes... Why do you think Deadpool and Harley Quinn are so popular? I get... I don't know. It's because just... of that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, like, to me it was always Mikey, and all my friends were Leo. Donatello. Yeah, I was a Donatello guy Donatello. myself. All yeah. right. He was the intelligent were, one. Yeah. Leo was the leader, and so I know a lot of kids are like, well, I want to be the leader. Yeah. Leo was my uh, number two. <laughs> yeah, I, I love Mikey. I'm just yeah. Mikey was my number three. <laughs> I relate to Mikey. Raph was your number four. Yep. Splendid, <laughs> number five. 
Splinter, Splinter's not a turtle, he's a rat. What about the uh, the snapping turtle thing in one of the movies? Oh, yeah. Toka or Razor, I don't know which one's which. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's a baby. So yeah, that, that show is actually pretty good. Uh, it cool. is pretty decent. Uh, so it's on Hulu. That's where I watch most of my stuff on Netflix. Um, so that's it for geeking out. Uh, biggest news is uh, probably my favorite piece of news this week was uh, that the Fantastic Beasts two, uh, which would which is what it was formerly t- titled, is now called uh, Crimes of uh, Grindelwald, and that was um, the uh, the villain in the first movie, mm-hmm. um, who he turned out to be. And uh, I think it's literally coming out like a year from when this got announced a couple days ago, which was basically a year since uh, the first movie came out. And so it still amazes me that they're making two Fantastic Beasts movies. They're probably making four. Yeah. And it's all based off of the tiniest book. Well, you understand yeah. it's about the author of that book and not the book itself. Right, yeah. It's like I was telling Joe. Just make fun of The Hobbit for making three movies. Yeah, and this is a, a bestiary, and so that's the whole background of the, of the character. You know, he wrote the book and things like that. That's, that's what it's supposed to That's what it's supposed to be. Um, so yeah. I guess they kind of took their own thing and ran with it. What justifies yeah. it for me is the fact that J.K. Rowling is writing these screenplays. That's cool. And I think that makes yeah. it... Because yeah. it's her work, I'm like, all right. I, yeah. It's a Harry Potter piece then. Yeah, Hard exactly. Hard to argue with that. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, fine. She wrote it, I guess. And then what's even cooler is it... And they're good. Yeah. They're actually... Fantastic Beasts, I'm probably going to get flack for saying this, is my favorite Harry Potter movie. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to get flack. Yeah. From me. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was a really good movie, though. Yeah, It was I over... It. it was very Hollywood to me. Yeah. And so I had that issue with it. It felt like any Marvel movie made recently. That's, oh, yeah, you're like right. Just though. the way that things set up and happened. Yeah. But I, I did enjoy it. It was a good movie. Yeah, I really liked uh, that. Colin Farrell was was in that, and that's who uh, Johnny Depp is actually playing that character now. He's playing Grindelwald. Yeah, um, and it's not a replacement. It makes sense. Yes, and so. Uh, and this also connects with Harry Potter lore because I mean it is lore, but um, it connects with references they references they've made in the movies uh, with Dumbledore, and so young Dumbledore is in this, played by Jude Law, which I think is pretty darn cool. That's, that's yeah, an interesting. I like Jude choice. Law. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I'm very excited about the, about that. Um, I didn't see Fantastic Beasts in theaters, but I'm totally going to go see this one. Just, just. Yeah, I'm super excited. Definitely. Um, so this other piece of news, I threw it in here because it's big, not, not necessarily because I'm like stoked for it or anything, but, uh, the new Deadpool, the Deadpool 2 teaser, say that five times fast, Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, that got, um, that came out over the last week and, uh, and it channels, uh, some Bob Ross, uh, for those, uh, most of you listening have probably already seen it. It's so stupid. Yeah, it is. It's very... Specifically, Ryan Reynolds' version of Deadpool. Yes, yes, and it's just—I don't know. And, you know, it's—it's it's grotesque. Yeah, is it's, what it it's is. grotesque. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it was cool to see the stuff that was within the trailer, like some of the actual movie parts of it. But the other stuff, I'm like, oh, come on, we didn't. That's what bugged me more than anything. Yeah, is I, I knew it was a teaser, but I saw yeah. two minutes. I got kind of excited. I was like, "What are you going to show me?" Yeah, and then it was this really weird, awkward 
Yeah, weird. Bob Ross, that Bob Ross really probably weird. would not enjoy that much. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's out. If you haven't seen it, if you live under a rock, oh, that's out. <laughs> um, and my, I don't know, um, see, my second favorite piece of news, I guess, is the Rampage trailer came out this week. Um, uh-huh. And so, like, I'm a huge fan of those games. I've been playing them since... Since I can remember, like, in the arcades and stuff. I've played them all on N- yeah. Nintendo 64, like, the World Tour, Universal Tour. Like, I bet people Shelly's age and younger have never heard of Rampage. Exactly. <laughs> That's why I'm stoked that I'm here for this. <laughs> they think they'll get, a, they'll get away with making this so much not what the Rampage yeah. series is about. And so that's what I'm kind of going into, is that well, it, it looked nothing like I hoped it would. Like, I was expecting, like, a lot of some of the realism, but for me, like... The monsters look are like too real, too accurate. Like, uh, I'm okay with that. Yeah, uh, really. I think that's awesome. Well, and there's a scene in the trailer that that kind of throws back to the game where the wolf and the gorilla are destroying a building. <laughs> the only scene, though. But uh, I yeah. just knowing the games and seeing this trailer, I figured in my mind it's a James Gunn directed comedy. Yeah, about giant animals. I would think of it as being more of a parody to the kaiju series, right? Than kaiju, you know, than than something super serious. Yeah, and which which yeah. is what Rampage is. And so it was kind of like the look of the monsters I didn't like because they're these anthropomorphic, like standing on you know two feet, kind of like you know Lizzie's supposed to be a Godzilla, like um, you know parody. And so uh, she's just a giant crocodile in this. And um, even Ralph, the I didn't wolf, even notice that. Yeah, because towards the end, he's like, "Oh, we're just missing." Uh, what do you say? He's like, "Oh, we're just missing one, a giant crocodile, or something like that." Yeah, and oh, so, yeah. I didn't I didn't we're missing a giant crocodile. Yeah, and so even Ralph is like, he's a legit wolf, like you know, running on all fours. Which I think that would be cool if they had him do something like that, you know, in the in the movie. But that's legit what he is is like just a regular like giant giant wolf. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm I, like it's kind of growing on me the more I think of it. Like it's a rampage movie. Like I'm like, this is cool that we're even getting this. Like, yeah, yeah. But I mean, yeah, Dwayne Johnson's not known to be overly serious either. Yeah, I'm sure there will be comedy in it. I just like I said when I think of it, I think of parodies. Yeah, and I don't know how true it is, but in on multiple social social media posts, he's mentioned like, hey, you know, like you know, this was something I played as a kid too, you know, and I was like, well, that's kind of cool if if he really did, you know. Okay, and so. Like, I just, and then also the story isn't even quite accurate, which doesn't bother me. Like, all the characters in Rampage are are human beings that, like, mutate into these giant creatures. Yeah. Which, which, that doesn't bother me. Like, that's fine. Like, I don't think we really needed that. But I I was at least hoping for some of that tune, that, that tune-like, you know, um, aesthetic that Rampage has. Right. And so that's just one thing I was kind of like, ah, like, I don't know if I'll like this or not, but... It's going to be fun. It's I think it, I forget. Oh, it's coming out in April. You know, it's going to be summer uh, blockbuster type thing. You know, it's it's going to be a fun movie. Like, you know, don't expect anything out of it. But I'll go see it just because like I said, I'm excited that this is even a thing. So, now we need the Jaegers to fight these things. That, We're talking about going up against Godzilla and King Kong. Oh, I don't remember be... what production company is making this. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't, I don't remember off the top of my head. I was definitely not paying attention to that. I was paying attention to that. <laughs> yeah. Giant ape. 
Yeah. Um. So I mean, that's it for all the and news. Negan. Huh? Oh yeah, Jeffrey Dean Morgan was in it. And he very much seems like he just plays Negan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he'll get Lucille on some of those uh, giant creatures. <laughs> maybe maybe we get a giant Lucille. That would be wonderful. Or if they like, if he just wrote Lucille on like, or maybe, or, or maybe a Jaeger with a Lucille. Uh, fighting. There you go. <laughs> That'd be crazy if they just completely hid that from us. And Jaegers came in, and you're like, "What is happening? What is this? <laughs> what is? Yeah, uh, yeah. I I do awesome. hope it's good, but that's it for the news for movies. Cool. Uh I have. I, I wanted to start my geeking out with the Fate Apocrypha. Because I was four episodes in last week, and I finished the series now. And one of the things I messaged you guys as soon as it happened, uh, I talked about that episode two and three specifically, where they had very sexualized scenes that made you feel uncomfortable. Right. Yeah. And I was happy, I guess, that a few episodes later, they make, it, it was supposed to make you feel uncomfortable. Which is good because I was. It felt like weird fan service when you're watching it, uh, but you find out later that the person is not a good person, and that it was supposed to make you feel really off about her. Huh. Uh, so it made me feel better about the situation, but the situation's still there, and that should be kept in mind. Uh, I also, and people that are fans of the manga, probably be bad at me because I'm sure there's more to the story than what I've seen so far. Uh, <laughs> it, it is kind of like this half season feeling. It doesn't feel like a full season. Uh, but it was the worst story I've had so far with the Fate series. They've been really deep, and this one has not been, really. Uh, It's still really pretty. I love the art style of Fate. I love the way that the fighting and the combat work is very lit up, uh, which I think is really cool. Mm. But I I think it is the weakest story so far, Mm. though it's only, like I said, it feels like half a season. There is stuff that they have set up that didn't even get kind of answered in the end of the season here. So. <laughs> Sounds like watching uh, one of them Voltron seasons. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it very much felt like that. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I I don't know. It was very dark. Keep that in mind. It's even darker than Fate Zero, which was also a I still haven't game. seen Zero yet, but Blade Works is like one of my favorite animes of all time. Yeah. Dark is weird, or uh, Fate Zero is really weird because it's not dark at first, and then you get almost to the end, and it's like extremely dark mid-season. <laughs> You're like, what happened? What, what was I watching? Uh, it, it's dark in the beginning as well, but not to the extent. They just kind of throw the hammer down at some point. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize that was what this show was. <laughs> um, but the stories of Fate Zero and Unlimited Blade Works are very well written and they're very complex uh even for an anime right there's been a lot of times that even with this we've had to look up things we're like what is what's going on <laughs> yeah uh, and try to understand all of the little behind the scenes stuff that's happening because it's very strategic um they kind of allude that it's based a little bit on chess when you you watch this uh loosely based on chess yeah i've also already talked about the punisher that was another big one for me uh and we already talked about that. I loved it. I think it's wonderful. <laughs> it's been very much a Netflix kind of week. Uh, and I've been playing Zelda. I bought the DLCs a while back for Breath of the Wild and hadn't touched them at all. So I have grabbed the Majora's Mask through walkthrough online. <laughs> <laughs> the 
because I'm lazy. Uh, I did some random exploring. I thought it was kind of cool. I found some Chronicles, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles pants. Oh yeah, that Xenoblade Chronicles. That was a new update that yeah, came new. out. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. I was mm-hmm. just you know exploring, what, doing what you do on Zelda when you're bored, and uh, a little thing flew out of the sky and I ran up to it and it ended up being uh, those pants. So that was cool. Yeah, you'd... and I have my sword updated at the beginning level. So I didn't know what that was all about, the Master Sword Trials. Uh, basically, they're like that island that you go to where you don't get anything. And then you, you start from scratch. But oh, it's yeah, yeah. Levels to it. Yeah. So you have levels to it, and then it makes you feel really incompetent because uh, it says the beginning trials <laughs> through the whole thing. I, I'm guessing there's three of them, I think is what it is. Uh, and I did not cheat on those. I did it all by myself. <laughs> but... I spent like three hours on it. Oh yeah, those are supposed to be tough. Those are the new you, Master Sword Trials, I think they're called. Yeah, if you die, like you die and you gotta start over. And there's 15 levels, I think, for the first one at least. Wow. And then the second one is even harder. The the medium levels or whatever they called it. But it's a fun challenge if you wanna if you like the starting from scratch and working way up. If you like that island, uh, over to the east. Uh, people who don't know what I'm talking about, it's like in the southern eastern area of the game, where you completely lose everything, and you have to start from scratch. And they give you everything at the end, but um, it was one of my favorite parts of Zelda was getting thrown into that, so definitely do those when you have as many hearts as you can possibly get. Try to get all the shrines first. Uh, it'll make your life a ton easier. But, that's all I'm geeking out about. The things that are going on in the TV world, uh, Black Lightning is airing January 16th. We finally got a release date. That is uh, the DC CW show. It's their newest one. Uh, a lot of people are really excited because it's the first African-American uh, hero show. With the, They've had African-American heroes now in Arrow, mm-hmm. uh, but this is the first with the namesake being on the show. I think it's going to be really cool. I'm really excited for it, even though I haven't been watching many of the shows at all. Uh, which worries me, because Crisis on Earth X is coming out. We just released a trailer for that. And it looks awesome. It does look awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm like, and I don't feel like I needed to watch every show, which is good. And isn't it I only the... two nights as well? Like, it's not multiple shows? It's multiple shows, I think. Oh, okay. But it's not... Yeah, it is a two-night event. Because it starts with... When I, I was looking at the, the guide, and it said Supergirl... Uh, and the episode name was Crisis on Earth X Part 1. Oh, okay. So then you go to, you know, Flash's episode, and it's going to say Part 2. Oh, okay. Uh, they're fighting Nazis, <laughs> which is strangely seems not be politically correct in this moment anymore. Uh, <laughs> well, I think that's wonderful. Uh, they're like actual, literal 1940s Nazis. It feels, it's, yeah, it's weird. It's out of place. Yeah. Especially since it's, Joe's been you get the Wolfenstein. stuff. <laughs> the Nazis look like I don't want to be like Nazis look cool, but oh man, that's gonna be edited somewhere. Uh, but like the armor and stuff, they've done really good on the costume. I'm really excited to see Nazis get beat up by a bunch of superheroes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, that there's a trailer for that if you want to check it out. Uh, there's also a trailer for Shield, which we talked about a trailer last week. This one gives a lot more detail of what's going on. People are still watching that show. Uh, if you're not, you should. This last season. 
and this season I think uh, are going to kind of make up for all of the terrible seasons they've had in the past. <laughs> Which One was only, can only hope. There were only three seasons that were bad. And the fourth season was legitimately really good. There were only three seasons that were bad. <laughs> yes. That's three out of five. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds horrible. Yeah. They weren't the worst thing in the world. They just weren't, oh. like, awesome. You know, Final Fantasy eleven gets, or I'm sorry, not eleven, thirteen gets real good if you wait thirty one hours to get <laughs> chapter thirteen. And I can—that's uh, one of the few Final Fantasies that I've actually finished, so I can say that. I've been watching Shield since the beginning because of the context. Right. I love all the little callbacks to the movies. Uh, and so I've suffered through a few episodes. I'll, I'll admit Sounds it. Sounds like you've suffered through a lot of episodes. <laughs> Not every episode is bad, <laughs> but some of them, oh. many of them, three seasons. Uh, last season was amazing, though. Punisher, or not not Punisher, uh, Ghost Rider mm-hmm. and the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is a wonderful show. Really? Just Ghost Rider the Ghost Rider. Like I said, Ghost Rider and the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. It's like a band, and Ghost Rider is the lead singer. <laughs> <laughs> they sing emo pop. Emo pop. Sounds like punk rock. <laughs> Not death <almost>. metal. <laughs> emo pop. <laughs> pop punk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so you check that trailer out. They're in space. <laughs> I love in the trailer they specifically say, the one thing we haven't done going into space. <laughs> like, wow, way to pander to your audience. It's literally thinking, oh, it's the one thing you guys haven't done. <laughs> one thing you haven't tried yet. Uh, and then the biggest news of the week, I feel like, is last week, I think, or two weeks ago, we talked about Lord of the Rings getting a TV show. Mm-hmm. And the reason behind that TV show even happening is because Christopher Tolkien, who is J.R.R.R. Tolkien's uh, son, has had a very close grip on the rights to Lord of the Rings and is now no longer working or no longer has those rights. He's retiring. He's given them away. I'm assuming sold them uh, to other people in his company. And now it's in the hands of money-hungry people. That could be good or bad. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think it'll be good for the first few years. Right. And then, so I think it's going to give a lot more freedom. I mean, they've got, they can do anything they want with it now. Uh, and so I look at Star Wars, and I love Star Wars so far, but I don't know how I'm going to feel about Star Wars in about five years. Uh, they're making it really yeah. hard to marathon every movie. Yeah, they're getting <laughs> yeah. there. Oh, the, the, you used to be able to do six movies in like three days, no problem. That reminds me, I'm pretty stoked. Uh, I told you guys this last week. Uh, our church, uh, the, the we're going uh, as a Christmas party thing. We're going to see Last Jedi as a staff for yeah, that, for church. That's super awesome. And I yeah, had yeah. to, I had to explain machete order. Like we were all emailing off of our. Like business emails, like oh, everybody's like oh, what, what, how do we watch and you know which ones and all, and then I was like oh, what's and they're like what's the machete order? And so I literally had to explain machete order to a bunch of Are like you skipping episode one with your machete order. I mean, I'm not personally because it's nostalgia, but oh. <laughs> but yeah, it was just cool, order. like just you know doing what I do here, like you know straight up like geeking out about Star Wars to all these older you know church staff members. It was it was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> sweet so uh i'm excited for this kind of tolkien universe to spread i just hope that it's not 
shared universe of like yeah. this is happening over here and this character is over here. Well, and here's a spinoff and here's a spinoff. They shouldn't like just don't do what Shadow of War is doing because I think Shadow of War is butchering the heck out of that universe. So yeah. as long as they don't do that, then I think we're okay. It'll be very interesting. Uh, for those listening, hashtag GUGCast, what do you want to see out of this new deal where, I mean, basically anything could happen with the Tolkien universe. Mm-hmm. Is, is there a specific story you want told on a big screen or a little screen or in a video game? <laughs> yeah. Or a theme park. They can make theme parks for Lord of the Rings now. They couldn't do that before. Huh. That'd, that'd be interesting. Yeah. Oh, I would totally go to a medieval world. Like a medieval theme It'd park. It'd be like a giant renaissance fair. That'd be cool. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be cool. All right. I'm 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 all for that. That'd be super cool. And like live shows and stuff, kind of like Universal did. Yeah. I want roller coasters where you like go into like one of those pitch black roller coasters where you only see things. Uh, kind of like Space Mountain. I don't know if you guys have ever been to Disney World. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But it's super immersive. It doesn't feel like a roller coaster. It's like a show <laughs> that you're moving through. That'd be cool. Maybe do like a Minds of Moria one and then do something like at the end of Jurassic Park and have the Balrog come out and then have you just plummet. Yeah. That'd be really cool. Or a lot of people are going to those theme park VR things. Oh, where yeah, you yeah. Just have your VR and then go through a whole thing. I'd sword fight all sorts of things. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Which you yeah. can now do with Skyrim VR. Yes. That's true. But these are cool because you can actually walk around. Which you can do you can... in Skyrim <laughs> VR. I was about to say that. <laughs> I'm not going to go outside with my VR and <laughs> start walking around. I'm just jumping up the side of a mountain. <laughs> in my horse armor. You see on top of the building. What's he doing? He's climbing a mountain. Uh, <laughs> we'll get a Lord of the Rings VR, I'm sure. It's only a moment away. Uh, that's... Well, the show, I was going to say that's all the time we have for, but we don't actually have a time limit. We just kind of do what we want. So I'm that's, a grown man. I'm 32. I do what I want. <laughs> <laughs> that's all, folks. Uh, <laughs> ebity, 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 ebity. That's all, folks. That's all, folks. <laughs> Where do you find you at, Joe? Find me on Twitter at Joe Knows Games or Right Fury Media. All righty. And you, LJ? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at WarHeroLJ. You can find me on Twitch at WarHeroLJ. And you can find me streaming on Tuesday nights on the Geeks Under Grace Twitch channel. Uh, at every, uh, We're also live there every night at 8 p.m. Eastern and 5 p.m. Pacific. Cool. You can find me on Twitter at Cody Armour. Uh, this has been Cody and the Central Time Boys. <laughs> I'm not in Central Time. There you go. Keep gaming. Keep praying. God bless. Happy Thanksgiving. See you later, y'all.